Hello. Welcome to Basket of Cat. Hi, we're back. We're back, baby. No one can stop us. We really can't. How has your traveling been? It's been good. Um, I went to Vancouver. I went to San Francisco. I went to uh, all the premier destinations for San Francisco. How Coast. is San Francisco? San Diego again. Oh, you I can't get away. You're, you're moving there. So. I fucking can't get away from San Diego. It's awesome. I want to know how San Francisco was for you. San Francisco is beautiful. I go. Uh, my girlfriend went to college there, so no, we. I, don't uh, mean the, I know the place is beautiful. How was doing stand up there? Because it's a, it's different. It was good. You know, I only did I did uh, two shows, and they were both really good. And I didn't really see. I mean, it's not like I'm up there talking about the fucking the fucking issues plaguing this country. So I don't really have a good perspective of like how the audiences gauge that sort of thing. But they loved my silly little stuff. Oh, well, good. And they loved your silly little stuff. They loved my silly little... Maybe they're a silly little place. They loved my musings, my trivial musings. And that's all you want. Do you ever wish you were a musical comic? No. I'm sure... I think they have so much fun, though. I'm sure the thought crossed my mind. Well, yeah, because they do get the experience of like doing music, which oh, is oh, cool. and you can you can actually play guitar. You can I actually, forget about that. Oh, like I can well, very little bit. I'm not fucking. Well, you can make a jingle, right, for a joke. I can make a jingle for a joke. A jingle for a joke. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, you should try that on the street for money. A jingle for a joke. I this is so embarrassing. You you, you unlock. You're very good at unlocking core memories that I, I never resurfaced for me until like the moment we start doing the podcast. Mm, I'm a therapist. This is really embarrassing. And this is a very embarrassing story. And I was also too old to be doing this when I did it. I go, I go to Sweden for study abroad, right? And I land there and uh, I get like a guitar for like $20 at a fucking... A necessity. As soon yeah. as you land, you need the guitar. I needed a guitar at the time. How are you gonna? How are you gonna Swedish the babes? Yeah, you need to. You need to. That's oh, Swedishing is like well, a verb. Dating, but I want to use them. <laughs> you had to Swedenade those yeah. ladies. Swedenade sounds like a fucking awesome drink too. It does the best lemonade in Sweden. So I get the guitar and I'm walking down the road like I just got the guitar and I fucking I. It it pains me to say this. I fucking I'm wearing a hat. I put the hat down on the ground and I start playing the guitar. Ooh, you pied for, piper for passers by. And I did it for a full like ten minutes before I I got such a rush of like shame that I just left. Not a single Wait. person put a single cronin or kroner, however you say the currency crouton. there. Yeah, the crouton into the You couldn't make a salad hat. at all. You can't make a salad with that Wait, money. So you got off the plane, bought a guitar and started playing immediately? It wasn't immediate. It was like maybe a couple of days into it. You were James Blunt. I was James Blunting it I out. I wish you would have got a flute and you would have walked through town and you would have you would have called the mice to follow you. It would have been so much better if I was if it had a flute because at least a few a flute. If you see someone playing a flute, your first thought is not that guy's trying to get pussy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you see someone playing a flute, your first thought is that person's Lizzo. Yeah, your first thought is that's either Lizzo or a very confused man. Yeah, or they and, went to band camp, which is my storyline. And they kept it going. Yeah. Did you play a flute? No, but I did watch American Pie when that movie yeah. came out in that line. I made my parents buy me a flute because I loved Allison Hannigan. That's great. Which is very strange to tell your parents. Like, I love Allison Hannigan, and she put a flute in her pussy in this movie, so can I have a flute? Right. But and, they were nice about and it. And they were like, yeah, we've been through a lot, Benton. Just get the yeah. flute. Absolutely. Like, sure, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know what? It's not horns or a gun, so yeah, we'll get you the flute. Absolutely. I already had guns and horns. Right, 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 right. You were all fine. But, um... Yeah, that was that was fun, and uh, yeah, I've just been complete stand-up work mode 
lately, which has been kind of nice. I like it. Yeah. I like being the I'm fucking CEO mindset right now. CEO mindset. Oh, yeah. All your building companies. I wake up 4 a.m. I eat a whole ear of corn right right away, and do, I f- hop out of bed. Do you do you follow any of the, the dudes on the internet that are, like, entrepreneurs, and they, like, they give you all these lessons on, like, how to be, like, when... When, when the rest of the world is sleeping, you right. have to get up and talk to the moon. Like, it's like the craziest shit you've ever heard. Like, oh, you were asleep this morning? Well, I've already written three books. And yeah. Like, but for who and for what and about what? Yeah, those fucking walking eating disorders yeah. that, like, they're trying to put onto young men is like, actually, you're, we're doing the Marie. As though, as though, because you're a Marie. It, it's like, with any other job, you realize that for that job, you need very specific things that you do. Because the job requires very specific things. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, when it comes to like a Green Berets daily like life, people are like, oh, yeah, I'll just do that as an accountant. Right. You don't need to. Also, why You're, don't you just join the fucking army, you psycho? Like, yeah, that's jo- their yeah. life. It's not like a hobby. It's not like a trend. They're like, yeah. I love the trendy marine diet. I would just love it if someone was like, yeah, I, I, man, I've been feeling so good. I've been doing the construction worker daily routine of waking up doing four scratch tickets and drinking two energy drinks. But that really is what's going on. People are doing shit like that or got, or they'll do the whole, like, have you ever noticed like the way uh, like people are dressing now is like car hearts and it's yeah, like, yeah. you're just like, those are people's real work clothes. Like yeah. those are real people's job clothes. And you're it's like, awesome. now you've like, you've priced them so high for fashion that people that need them to like work on the farm and shit are like, dude. Well, here's, here's the inside scoop, the inside skinny about Carhartt. From from a working man myself, mm-hmm. from a hardcore salt of the earth blue collar man, Carhartt's uh, quality has actually gone down significantly, and a lot of people uh, have been moving away from Carhartt for actual work gear. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Well, where I'm from in my little town, we wore that day and night to school. It Back was like in the, the day, thing you had to have it was like Timberlands. Like Timberlands used to be like w- super high quality work boots, and now they're much more of like fashion boots. I like that you just run yourself as a blue collar working man. And I'm your obviously job is not to wear makeup and act. I'm obviously not. I'm obviously kidding. But you could be. Am I? J- I here's the here's the really sad truth. I wish my job was to wear makeup and act. Yeah. I wish people were telling me to wear makeup for money. They're not. I'm. I am auditioning for an opportunity. You're like, please let me wear makeup. Please let me wear makeup. Without being called a crossdresser, please. I need it right now. But um, oh, people back home will. Don't oh, oh don't worry. People back home isn't are. Isn't that the funniest shit? When yeah. people will be like, people will see a dude on TV and they're like, that's the man. That's the and it's like, and then they'll make. I'm like, this man is sitting up here on Ellen's show, full makeup, hair, glam, red bottom shoes, talking about manhood, and you guys yeah. are eating that shit up. I'm like. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, Listen, you haven't. Listen, you There's something that you haven't commented on yet about me that sort of fits in with this whole thing. That you have a scratching. Oh, your watch. Thank you. Watch. Got a watch. Got you a, got a watch? Got a watch. And how did that make you feel? It makes me feel uh, pretty and beautiful in every way possible. I. It really does. There's something about getting a watch as a guy where you're like, you know what else I actually need that I didn't realize until I put the watch on? Five gold chains and a bowl of pasta. Yeah, well, that's because you have to you have to keep time when you're doing all your entrepreneuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I wake John up, John three sixteen. I need to make sure I'm waking up at two thirty a.m. with Mark Wahlberg to do sit ups. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I got I got a watch, which is like I, you know me, I'm not a big jewelry type feller, but uh, 
does feel good. Feels nice to have a little yeah. thing. Your vibe fits a jewelry type fella though. Yeah, I know. Your I, shirt, your hair. My buddy, uh, you might not know him, Dylan Sabiza. He's a comic. He uh, he's very much like a cool gold chain type guy. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm just copying him. Oh, there's a lot of times in my what life. What is a cool gold chain? Like he sells vapes. He does. He vapes a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you kind of nailed it there. Thank you. He vapes a lot, but he's he's just like. He, he just very much because most of my friends are so far removed from any form of like decorative clothing. Mm, I just your friends all have Go such ahead. a specific stamp style. They're like branded. How so? Well, they're each like, like yeah, they're very uniform in, in their in, in their ownness. Yeah, I, I, I really that. like that because I you know who's been cracking. I've been Killian has been killing He's me on the, the internet. Funniest guy, Killian McCassie. The stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. and it is the I just cannot get over him. Do yourself when a he favor. posted that news anchor lady on TV and he was like, "Who is this beautiful woman?" And I was like, "Are you this a joke? I can't even tell if you're no, joking." No, no, it's absolutely well. Like, there's there's a part of it where he's we're talking about uh, Killian McCassie. He's one of my best friends. I lived on his couch for a while, so I have to plug all of his stuff whenever I can because he let me live on his couch. He uh, he kind of does a character. Did you do you, did you ever hear? It's it's we should probably have him tell the story, but I'll give the broad strokes. He did a joke on Facebook about having uh, hosting an Antifa rally in our hometown of Rochester, Massachusetts, and the cops got called, and his dad is the chief of police. So he had to, like, his dad calls him after he makes this Facebook post, like, yeah, we got a big Antifa meeting oh <laughs> and on, like, whatever field, and his dad calls me, he's like, hey, are you, like, inciting a fucking riot or something? And he had to be like, no, why? And he's like, because people are calling the police... And like complaining that Antifa is it. First of all, the idea he that he has big my dad's chief of police energy too. Absolutely, Terrence. Uh, I don't know if you've met Terrence, but they live together, and Terrence's dad was a cop too. They're both like cop sons. It's so funny, but uh, he just had to like like the idea that Antifa would post on Facebook. We're having a big Antifa meeting. It's so I mean, good. You know what? Honestly, I don't put anything past, past Facebook. I love it. Like I love it so that, much. He, that shit is killing me. Like, it's just nonsense. Or his, these Hello Kitty memes he posts about girls that like Hello Kitty. Yeah. That shit kills me. Yeah. He's, he's the, so just like left of center. You know, he he's one of these people where I, I'm, sometimes I'm jealous of them, but like they're, mm. they're able to speak specify a kind of person so accurately and not in like a uh not in a way that feels like they're Mocking. disparaging right but it's just they're so fucking accurate with it like they're not using stereotypes because they're kind of creating a new kind of person but when yeah, they describe it you're like he's very good at picking out small details that you right. only would notice from being around a person like exactly. that exactly and then making them big enough to be funny on the internet exactly which yeah. i think is such a good talent we, wait you keep talking i'm gonna shut the fridge off Okay. Um, I do also want to know whenever you come back from turning off your fridge, uh, brave little toaster, um, what, what, what did you do? How was Vancouver? I want to know more about Vancouver. Oh. Okay. So let me tell you something. I, uh, cause you, you know how I've, I'm pulling something up on my phone cause I need to see it. You know how I've often been confronted with my inability to spend money even when I have it. Like I have a yes. huge, huge issue with spending money that I need to spend in situations where I like need to spend the money and I ha avoid it at all costs because I have like some weird, uh, some weird fucking 
hang up about that's spending not really money. That's really weird. That's just a sign of our generation. I think most people have that issue nowadays, honestly, because money is, I mean, it is fickle. It's very fickle. So I, I land in Vancouver and I, I was going to use hotels tonight, but I realized I needed a credit card to get a hotel. You don't have a credit card? No. I have debit cards because I'm afraid of debt in any way. Well, okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Anyway, I'm terrified of debt. So I just use debit cards because I like spending money that I have. So I, uh, <laughs> I land in Vancouver and I had booked an Airbnb like a little while before and uh i stay in it and it's fine and then i wanted to book the next night but i realized i can't book the next night at the airbnb and there's no other air so because of my inability to book a, a hotel i'm essentially stranded in vancouver i don't have a way to rent a hotel and i don't have a way there's no airbnbs really to get that are under like 400 dollars or whatever something crazy but you didn't know anyone who would like you let you use their credit card or this guy uh Dusty Searcy, who um, was the host of my show. I didn't know him before this other than like his messages about the show. I walk into the show. This is another thing that happened. I walk into the show. In my head, this, this was completely subconscious, but I realized it was happening when the show got started and the comic started going up. I realized I was kind of, I was kind of being egotistical in my head because in my head, part of me was thinking because they put five comics on that I didn't know before and there was a thing happening not consciously i was headlining but it was one of those things where like they already set the show up and they had me as the headliner so i was doing like like, 25 it was like a 25 minute headline said it wasn't that long but uh as the first comic is going i realize what's going on in my head is i'm like oh these are like you know this is a new scene i'm in from a big city like let's see how these comics are and like whatever vancouver like oh i wonder how like can't they are so fucking dusty goes up first dusty is so fucking funny and every subsequent comic is so fucking funny and in my head i am just like oh right i'm i'm not as like I don't I don't have a big ego when it comes to things, but sometimes I can get caught when I'm not like paying attention. I can get caught in like kind of thinking my shit doesn't stink. But I was like pacing in the back of this. I was like, fuck, these guys are I have to like bring it to like headline and justify the fact that I'm doing 25 because all of these comics are so fucking good. Yeah. So it was like a real kind of coming moment. And then uh, the show ended up going fine. My set was fine. And then uh I had to, because of my inability to spend fucking money, I had to go up to Dusty and be like, can I stay at your apartment? And he was like, yeah. He said, sure, headliner. Yeah, yeah, sure can. He did. He did. And it was, uh, it worked out. I pretty much always err on the side of, even if I am doing well, I'm like, I was the worst one and these people are all better. I do too. I don't know what that is, but thank God, because it definitely, in a weird way, it does kind of keep you you humble when you're like that like it like if i go in thinking like yeah. well i have to try really hard because everyone's gonna be better than me then it i never get like you said like too big like too big of a head you, you get big but yeah when you, sometimes sometimes especially when you when you when you travel for something yeah. that's when it gets you because you're like yeah. well i've traveled yeah that's that's well ex- i've walked across the country barefoot exact- i was like i was like oh yeah i flew all the way to vancouver big old dan f- taking a plane going to a new city that and you, you like you get all this like inflation, but then when you get there, that's the great thing about uh about our job is that you get there and you realize like, oh, I still have to do the job. 
which right. is nice. It's, also, it's good. A great thing about comedy is you it, you're consider you're humbled twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. When you get off the plane and don't have a hotel, when you get yes. to the green room and it's a couch and a cockroach. Yes. When you, like at all times. When like, all the comics before you fucking are so competent and good and funny and nice and all that and took shit. took a shower. That one's, I'm yeah, they like, all took wow, a shower. Like, dressed up. Fuck off. When, you go to, when I go to a show and people are like, well, I mean, I guess this is kind of me though, but like when no, I go, go to a show and like people are really put together for the show, like yeah. they put on their best of, of, of their best. Yeah. I'm like, you guys really care about this job. Yeah. I'm on a show with Adam Ray and uh, my girlfriend is going and I got self-conscious about it. I love Adam Ray. I know. He's so funny and so he's, handsome. And yeah, I'm like, he's so funny. Fuck. He, he put, <laughs> He plays these like roles in film that are so goofy and funny. Like, did you see him in um uh the Chippendale show on Hulu? No, he's like the host oh, of the Chippendale show. Kill that! And he, it is so. I was like, he should have been a Chippendale. No, I'm literally like, I'm on a show with him and my my girlfriend's coming, and I'm literally like, fuck, I got, I really don't want to bomb. He's so sweet. He's like the sweetest guy. One time, yeah. I like really early into me moving to LA, I posted like this thing. I was like, I was like feeling like not very good, and I was like posted something like. I don't know, very like me about on the internet about not feeling good because I love to share that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he wrote me I am a the potato. nicest message. Like it Aww. was so nice. And he was like, if you want to talk, I was like, I don't even know you, but I love it. That's it was, really he was sweet. just the nicest. And he's, every time I've ever seen him, he's been so nice. He rocks. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's really fun too. And he, uh, you should feel fine. Like I think when you get there, he'll make you feel so, like he's I know. such a. It's not a competition. I, I have to get it out. Like, Jared Goldstein told me this really nice thing because I said, I, I re- referenced something about someone burying someone. And Jared was immediately like, what is buried? Let's forget about buried. You're, we're all part of the same show. We're doing a show together. Like, we are all part of the same team trying to well, put on a show Jared for these people. Well, that's because Jared comes from the community. Yeah, he comes from the community. And the community is a community. The community But is, a lot of the time, stand-up yeah. does come off feeling like... It does come off feeling like it is a competition among people. It's not. And if yeah. you... Well, it depends on who you surround yourself with. Yeah, Jared's exactly. a good one. If that's Jared's mindset, that is a great person to be around. Yeah. Because the worst thing ever is to feel like you have to mimic someone's style of art. Yeah, it's like, tough. It's, it's stupid. It's like, it's well, th- why would they want to watch that twice anyways? Like, right. how fucking dumb. Right. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, I like people that kind of come up. I mean, I think those are the bravest people that come up with, like, a different kind of vibe. It's the kind of, like, just not even talking about stand-up in general. Like, people who have kind of an off rhythm who take a second to sort of understand. Because we kind of get caught up in this... Uh, thing where everyone has to be like super gregarious and coming up to you and like, but there's people who have a weird rhythm and I guess some people would call them introverts, but just, just it takes a second to understand like, oh, this person like actually likes me and I think they're being standoffish with that just going on in my head. Like those people are cool and there's comics like that where it takes you a second to kind of catch their rhythm and understand what they're saying. No. And when you do, it's like, oh fuck, like that's cool. It's also really smart too because you have to be aware of in any kind of in anything really in life not even comedy you have to be aware of the thing that you do well and bring it to every aspect yeah if your sense of humor is found in being really peppy and happy and nice and go lucky then you lean into that yeah i mean don't make it a stereotype but if you you know like for me like my sense of humor is very like i'm mad about everything but i'm also goofy right. like that is very much my, and i know that's where my funny is like i i i've tried other things and like my funny is just in kind of being upset about shit and like right. that's not everybody's funny isn't there you know some people you see that and you're like that they're an asshole or vice versa like if i try to be super like hi it's, i feel like i'm faking it people are like why are you talking like you don't like me like when i'm like hi like people right. are like, i don't like that you know and like i think that when you're able to really figure out what makes you special and then like put that into whatever it is you're doing whether it's like 
I don't, I don't care whether it's, you know, taking your fucking driver's test. If you have a steamer about it or whatever, or if you're really serious and want to study, like, you have to figure out the thing that is your center of gravity. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go for it. First time you took a driver's test, did you pass? Of course. You did? Yes, of course I passed. Oh. I spent my whole life driving tractors and trucks and cars and... You know your boy did not pass. Oh, I passed with flying colors. I failed. I passed the one here first time I took it, too, because when you move to California, you have to take another one, you know? No, no. To get a California license? You don't have a California license? No, I don't yet. Okay. Well, me, first thing I did was get one of those. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Um, and you have to take a written driver's test. Oof. And the rules in California, they are different. Let me tell you, they are different. Oh, yeah. But I passed that one, too. That one I studied for. Um, Yeah, I think, like, uh, I think I just came in, again, too cocky to my driver's test. And I failed everything except parallel parking. I've always been really, really good at parallel parking. So the guy thought I was fucking with him. Because, like, I parallel parked perfectly, and he was like, are you is this like a joke well parallel parking is not like rocket science i hit for you i hit a curb twice oh shit um damaged the car i just picture you showing up in like oakley's and like a snapback and you're like you're you're switching gears in a car that doesn't have a gear shift i tried to be definitely not oakley's i always understood oakley's to be a uh the glasses of demon men but uh yeah, I'm just, you know, people who wear Oakley's, I'm sure, are fine people. But that's how I perceive I'm them. sure are fine people. I'm I want sure that as a people. quote. But, I'm uh, sure you're fine people. I was definitely, I definitely tried to be a snapback person for a good, like, two years of my life. It's a very, you have to, it's one of those, it's like your haircut works for some people, not everyone. It's hard to, man, if if you're, if a you're A flat just, brim? Ooh. If you're a white guy without much of a personality, it is hard to avoid becoming a snapback guy. Well, that is the personality. The snapback it, is. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Oh, so oh, if you don't yeah. have anything else to offer and the snapback's just there a snapback and the newest iphone oh, that is the oh, whole oh that's the fucking combo isn't that it? is the that and uh, and if you're real real go ahead yeah. you'll get a pair of jordans Ooh, and you'll yeah. have and you'll and you'll just be walking around malls like yeah. getting like annie's princels thinking you're the shit yeah 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 no i fucking that that whole triple the triple threat but i i couldn't uh I couldn't go all Oakleys. Also, they were too expensive, but I, I definitely tried to be snapback for quite a while and failed miserably at it. How have, how have What you did you land on? Trunk or hat? That's what I landed on. Mm, I landed on mullet. I landed on mullet and mustache. It's, okay, it's well, really yeah, and, but in your hat area. Era, oh, area. I, I, I never, I've never been a big hat guy. Oh, never yeah, I tried. I, uh, I, I'm okay with them occasionally. A dad had here and there, but like, yeah, it's, cool. it's a lot of... It's a lot of effort to have a hat. Where do you keep them? You got to put them somewhere. You ever seen? You ever been to a, a dude's house and they have hats like pinned to the wall with like push tacks just all over their wall, just different hats. I feel like if you do that, you're bad at eating pussy. I. Yeah, but you talk about it like you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You turn that hat around. <laughs> it's go time. Um, what have you been up to? Um, I have been really just working on my podcast with Emily. Great. Doing a lot of that. I've been going to, I mean, I've just been doing like the same old shit I always do. I've been yeah. doing like appointments, makeovers. I've been writing a lot. Yeah. Things any, like that. Any, uh, any interesting makeup stuff happening? No, I just do makeup on women that more than likely don't like me and can't do it themselves. No, they like you, but they certainly can't do it themselves. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of, sometimes I have to listen to, I have to do makeup while people talk about things and I'm like, this is not a conversation. Like they'll just be like, there's just a lot of, you know, of, of people without houses out here. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Or they'll be like, it's, you know, I just don't understand what the big deal about like, uh, like this one that he was telling me about, she didn't understand why people were upset about the, um, all these different diets, like where you fast for a long time. And she's like, I don't understand how that's disordered eating. I don't eat all day. And I'm like, 
Okay, well, that would be the problem. Like, that would be, you have it. I'm not trying to shame you, but I have to be like, yeah, yeah. Because I can't say, like, you sound crazy. Like, I have to be right. like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that is a really funny position for you to be in because you can't... I You know what the real move is? Be like, when you own your own business or whatever as a hairstylist or a makeup artist, then you can actually tell women the truth. You know what I mean? But, like, as a personal trainer, because I work for myself, I can just, like, I, I talk back to my clients all the time. Yeah, I mean, I probably do more than I should. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely, that's a weird one. <laughs> I just don't see why people think this is already eating. I mean, like, I haven't had a carb in mm-hmm. my whole life. Or, like, the, she was like there's, she's like, there's someone in the parking lot right now that wants, like, food and money. And I was like, Okay, and she was like, should we get him oranges? I was like, oranges? (laughs) That's what she said. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You encounter these people in California that have just lived these lives where you're like, that this can't be a real life. Like, your your level, your lack of understanding of, like, the human experience is awe-inspiring. And it's not like I'm Mr. I get everything, I know everything. I'm Mr. Heatmiser. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Heatmiser over here. But... Like, the level to which these people just have not had a real life is crazy. Oh, my, one of my biggest – one of the things I hate the most about people like that is the the, the rich white women using the word ghetto – or men using the word ghetto. Oh, ghetto, yeah, I hear yeah, people, yeah. They, people will be shopping all the time. They'll be like, this is ghetto. I was like, nothing in this store is ghetto. Do you even know what that means? Like, right. it's not a word for you. That's not your word. You're using it incorrectly. I heard a lady one time say – what did she say was uh, – she uh, fucking uh, – the Cheesecake Factory. She's like, the Cheesecake Factory is so ghetto. And I was like – the multi-million dollar, it, like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't think you're understanding the, you're misusing this. What you're really saying is I think this is for poor people. That's right. what you're actually saying because you're not using it the way that, you're not supposed to be using it, period. Which, by the way, the Cheesecake Factory is for, to my understanding, multi-millionaires. It's for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it there. You're, you're, you like a big I mean, I haven't been menu. in a long time because once you, have you ever looked at the Cheesecake Factory menu, all 800 pages? Yeah, yeah. The calorie count in Cheesecake Factory food. It's awesome. The nachos, the nachos. They're just nachos with meat on them like you would get anywhere else. They're almost 4,000 calories. Yeah. I don't even know how you get that many calories in a nacho. Yeah. There's nothing ghetto about that. I'll tell you that No, much. that's You know how that costs calories? Calories aren't gonna. No, I like I like my uh, my girlfriend's Jewish family because whenever the word ghetto comes up, they're like, well, you know what the original ghettos were. And then you get into a whole nother conversation. And you're like, yeah, I've seen Les Mis. <laughs> Wait, is that what it's about? Les Mis? You've never seen her sing and when she's dying on the street? I've never that seen Les Mis. It's um, more like the gutter. But... Uh, yeah, wait, what was our group topic for today? Sexual awakenings. Yeah, what is that? It's like the first time you like figured out that you were attracted to like whoever you're attracted to or saw something. Like, for example, like I remember very vividly when I was like, I don't know, like seven or eight. I remember the first time that I went like into like an underwear aisle. Like, you know, like you go like Walmart or Target, there's this underwear aisle with all the models on the underwear. Yeah. I was like, what's going on here? There was a girl. Varsity Blues. I watched that. Got me good. That was awesome. Oh my God. The, the whipped cream. Yeah. Yeah. That rocked. There was a girl. Her name was Amanda Burquist. We were in third or fourth grade together. And we would go to the YMCA pool. She wore uh, she wore a one piece, but she wore it like a two piece. You know what I'm saying? Mm, she cut it in half. She cut <laughs> And but I down remember, the so it's just half a body and then one boob. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Down the yeah, the way that you don't yeah, think yeah. you should cut it vertically. And I remember, um, 
I I didn't have uh, goggles, but when we were swimming in the deep end, it was like a group of kids. I would swim underwater so I could look up at her. Like, I would swim underwater and open my eyes in the chlorine just to try to, like, get a glimpse. In the third grade? In, like, fourth grade. Yeah, third or fourth grade. Oh. How old are you in third or fourth grade? Like, nine or ten? Oh, okay. No, I think it's, like, nine or ten. Five, six, seven. I think it's, like, eight or something. Yeah, it's something like that. Because you start kindergarten at five, right? That was about the time. Oh. Yeah. So, Amanda Berquist, the YMCA swimming pool, hurting my eyes. Around, Around that same age, maybe, like, a little bit older, maybe, like fifth grade i tried uh i tried drilling a hole in my wall because i thought my sister's friend was hot and they would uh get changed in the bathroom next to next to my room so i thought if i drilled a hole in my but i didn't know how drywall worked so i thought if i drilled a hole in my drywall i could see through to their room well that's interesting yeah that is a real was your sister there no not not at the time I you was angled trying to the hole, hole so you couldn't see her. Listen, this wasn't a well thought out plan here. This is a spur of the moment type thing. I was like, right. oh, whatever her name, Jessica is getting you just changed punched right a hole now. In the wall and you had binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> you just had binoculars. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely. I know it was pre middle school, so it must have been like fifth grade, like fourth or fifth grade. I was doing that. I was a horny little fourth or fifth. I grader. found a hustler in the woods once. Oh yeah, and I remember the the like the main porn in the hustler, like in the middle of it, was this guy who was the devil. Like he was painted all red, and he was you know obviously like jacked. And then there was these girls, and they were like fucking the devil basically. Cool. And I that was the first time I ever seen like I think like sex sex like that. And I was like, because there was like there was cum and all that shit. And I was like, right. what's happening here? That makes a lot of sense. And then and then when people would talk about like sex and stuff in church, my brain would be like. Fuck the devil. It would be so funny that they were like, gay people are the devil, and you're like, go on. And you're like, and they're fucking all these women? Like, <laughs> so but I remember, yeah, I think the first time that I ever remember being like, oh, this is not normal, was whenever I was, when I was in like the underwear aisle. Because like all those, it's just, why do we package underwear like that? Yeah. That was a big one. And then I remember um, Varsity Blues was a big one for me. And uh, that stupid Colin Farrell movie. Where he SWAT, where he plays a SWAT team member. Oh, I fucking love SWAT. I cannot tell you anything about that movie, but I thought Colin Farrell was. I was like, I remember. I would. Oh, he's so. My mom was like, "Why do you keep renting this movie?" And I was like, "I like it." I did the same. Fuck, it's so funny. I did the same thing with movies as a kid. I think I've talked about it, but like, my mom just let me have like any movie, and she Mm -hmm. she thought I was like a little film buff. But really, I was going online and typing in like which movies have nudity. And then I would just and you were like, oh, those. all of them. How weird. Yeah, it was so <laughs> funny because sometimes you would you wouldn't get what you were like looking for because like nudity doesn't mean sexy nudity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I rented a Clockwork Orange and I was just like, <gasps> oh no, this isn't what I was looking for. Yeah. Also, it's like that's so interesting because like I guess you could do that if you're looking for women because so many movies had naked women, but you would never find. You would never. They're really not. Sexy nudity. Sometimes it would be like uh, on IFC. We had IFC because we had direct TV when I was younger. And I would like look to I would TiVo the I would go like 1 a.m. 2 a.m. when they were showing like art house movies. And I would TiVo them because they often had nudity. But sometimes was a man's penis. Oh, so 
I remember the first time I saw softcore porn, like on like it was in like a ho- we were staying in, like a hotel or whatever. Yeah, and we I had a conjoining room with my parents, and I remember that I like was just going to the TV. And, you know, back you didn't have to pay for anything; it was just on there. But it was like soft, and I was like, "What's that? softcore porn?" Is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. Even then, I remember being like, "What's going on?" It's like blur, like the screen is all blurry. Like they put Vaseline over the lens. Oh, really? And then it's like I've never seen that. It's like so. It's almost like you're watching it through like a smoky lens and everyone's just like softly gently you never see anything people are going I remember Showtime uh, would have softcore porn Showtime is porn girl Showtime is porn you ever seen Spartacus is that on Showtime? Yes, those motherfuckers. Be f- they are fucking. It's dick. They had out. to cut stuff out of it when they put it on DVD because it was so like oh, wild. Cool. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, I they would show softcore porn on Showtime. And here's the thing about softcore porn that I think like cable networks like Showtime or HBO uh, need to understand is it is exclusively horny fourteen year old boys who are watching that. Because like if you're an adult, you're gonna just watch porn. Right, like I would say so. I would say most of the people watching softcore porn on Showtime are gonna be like fourteen-year-old boys. I wonder who it was made for. You think it was made for women? Like they thought it would be like a softer, because there's this concept that women want like porn to be like. I think back in the day, it was just harder to get like you'd have to go to a fucking VHS store and go behind the beads to get like porn. So maybe it was just it was porn for cowards. My hometown video store had a back room full of porn. Yeah, and I remember I would my I was like, can I go back there one day? And my my dad was like, I guess. And I was like, and I went because he was like friends with. And I was like, okay. So I went back there, and I remember just being like. Everything I was like the names of these movies. I just remember being like they're so crazy. Like the names of the movies. Yeah. I couldn't like understand what any of them were about. So I was just like, I guess this is about a farm or a tractor. I mean, because it would be like you know, Daisy fucks a camel or whatever. Right, and you're right, like, right, who's right. the cam- who's the camel? And it's a man named Camel. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like that was. I also do you think softcore porn was like? Do you think it's called soft because it's not supposed to make you hard? No, I think it's just like I, I think that hardcore is just specifically It's like suitable for work porn. Yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put it on in like a meeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah just for yeah. background. They can play it in clubs. That honestly they, they played at a at a San Francisco bar, they were uh they were playing hardcore porn mm-hmm. uh at the I've bar. Seen that. And it was fine. I have nothing wrong nothing no problem with it, but I was thinking while I was doing it, I was like, they should make it softcore. Not to be, I don't want to be a prude here, but I was like a little softcore porn, and honestly, dinner, I could do that. I could do softcore porn and dinner. You're that romantic. would be nice. I'm, I'm a bit of a romantic, yeah. but I, I remember thinking this like wet years later. But there was this softcore porn that I like uh, TiVo'd when I was younger, and I would just watch it ad nauseum. And uh, there was a scene where a guy shaved a woman's legs. And oh I was like, God. you're just trying to give the 14-year-old boys that are watching this a fetish. Like, why are you doing this? It, it was so, like, specific and yeah, weird and, like, really a weird artist. And it's like, guys, what are we doing? What's happening behind the camera here? What what raconteur, avant-garde filmmaker is fucking sitting back in his chair and is like, we need, we need a shaving scene. It's so intimate. Get the nair. I can just hear them. It's so intimate. It's so, it's so intimate. sensual. It's, it's like, actually, it seems kind of dangerous. This is going to be the You movie. ever shaved a leg? It's kind of hard. I, I certainly have not, and it seems scary. Yeah. You should try. No. It would be funny. N- no. It would be fine. No, no. It's you scary. you doing one of your um your jokes on Instagram? But yeah, it, well, I'm it's shaving a, my it's a three leg. Three sections shaving your leg. You that know what's so funny? Mon- what's so funny is I am leaving so much money on the table by not doing that, and I'm still no. Uh, are you? I think so. I think people would like that. 
well, I didn't say you should come out in a whipped cream bikini. I'm just saying, like, just a little. Hey, no, I. <laughs> it wouldn't have to be. That's so funny. It wouldn't have to be a whipped cream bikini. Um. Oh, I have. I had a. I had a topic. Fuck. What was your topic? I'm sorry. Oh, my topic was yes. um, uh, philosophical questions. I was thinking about philosophers, and I just was like, that's one of those jobs. Like, to be a philosopher, really all you have to do is just, like, say crazy shit and make people think about it. Like, I want to read you some philosophical questions. Oh, great, yeah. Like, these are actual questions that come up, like, if you're taking a philosophical, like, a, a, a course in college about, like, um, philosophical stuff. Yeah. And I always thought it'd be so cool to be a philosopher because it's just, like, all I get to do is think and tell you what I think. You know, I think as a comedian, you're a bit of a modern day philosopher. True, but how do you make money being an actual philosopher? That's what I want to understand. Like, do we have them nowadays? Like, who is one? Oh, like is anyone like? On, do you see a credit that says like, I don't know, Tony, Tony, philosopher? Yeah, Tony, Tony is a very Tony, Tony the philosopher. Can you imagine how like Tony, Tony would give some crazy advice? Yeah, but here's some. Here's just like just imagine someone asking you this. Yeah, actually, this is kind of a good one. Do memories exist if you forget them? No. But next, I think they do. No, they don't. Because you still experience them. That's very much like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Yeah, no, because a sound is like the reverberation of, uh, it, like, it depends what you define as a sound. If a sound is just the sound waves, then uh, yes. If the sound is the sound waves hitting the eardrum, then no. But a philosopher would say, does that make you narcissistic? Because now you're thinking that if you're not there to experience it, there is no sound. But it's not even narcissism; it's just like the basic. So like, but other things are there. There are squirrels that could hear it. It's a, it's a, it's like a basic, like very popular concept in philosophy where most arguments are just arguments of definition and like once you piece out the the like definitive points of the argument then it's actually not that hard to answer those questions because usually the reason why a question is so difficult to answer is because the definition is muddy so like the word right, sound that, that definition we, you, you, it has to be based on both of our definitions right because my logic would be like it would still make a sound well there you go so you're just not here to hear so it. what you're saying is your definition of a sound are like the sound waves reverberation i'm saying my definition of a sound is the those sound waves hitting a human ear so it's like then you just have to decide well which one human ear? Or or a dog's ear. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. So isn't it? It's just wild. It just goes on and on. It's almost like it's almost like creating a job out of out of like confusion. It's just like we could we could keep doing that forever. Like we, I mean, I yeah. think we could probably keep going back and forth like that forever about this. And it's like that's almost what people are getting. They're just like writing books and manifestos to ask you questions to think about. Yeah. Stoners. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, so you're like into philosophy? You're a philosophy fan. I mean, I think it's interesting. I took up some courses in college, and then I just cool. started thinking about it. And like, and then I looked up some questions. Yeah, hit me, like, hit me with another one. Does grass feel pain if you step on it? Yeah. So pain is the definition. I'm gonna say uh, yes, but it likes it in a kinky way. Oh, you know what? That. I can't argue that. Yeah, you because, can't argue. Like, why are you that. growing there if you don't like it? Yeah, you're it, really asking for. Why it. are you so low to the ground? Yeah. You, why? Why do you exist exclusively? Why are you yeah, exactly. Why do you exist exclusively in like areas in which steps will fall on you? You little fucking slut. What? You slutty little fucking. Does bitch. one plus one always equal two? That's stupid. That's a dumb fucking question. Fuck that question. Move to the next one. I love I love this is your this is your version of philosophy. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's a fucking dumb question. This is this is modern day podcast yeah, philosophy. It's I, a you know what? Dumb question. I'm the fucking Okay, this is would yeah. it be ethical or unethical or neutral, which I think is a stupid option, if you traveled 
if time travel was possible. N- neutral. What the fuck did that mean? I think it would be a little unethical. Um, it gives you too much ability to control the narrative of your life. Yeah. And you can't have that much control over your life, right? Or then it's like, what's the point of living it? I would say, well, it would be it would be sick to like kill Hitler or at least... Yeah, yeah. People love, That's a big go-to for people. At least turn him gay or something. Or... You know? You think anyone that obsessed with people's looks wasn't a little gay? Oh, totally. He said, I mean, it has a little hair. Little mustache. Art school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole nine. He's like, I only love blondes. <laughs> like, <it's> very, <laughs> that's gay. <laughs> He's doing hair. He's like, mom, I love blue. <laughs> um, um, what about what is knowledge? <sighs> that's a crazy one. I don't care about any of these. <laughs> exactly. That is my no, point. I know, I know what it's you like, mean. It's like, what the what fuck mean. are we talking about? Yeah. Like, and, and these are like, there are people like that are being paid like in college to study these these kind of questions. Yeah. And it's like, how do I get on board? Yeah. I have an opinion about nothing. Wait. Okay. So you go back in time. And I'm sorry to go back to the back in time no, thing. No, no. But I would you like can. to talk. Go right back in time. Uh, since we're on, the, on Hitler, when... At what point would you kill Hitler? Would you kill baby Hitler? Would you kill teenage Hitler? Like, when would you... Knowing what I know now? Yeah, knowing what, I, what you know now. Well, I'd want to see what the home environment was like to see if it was nature or nurture. <laughs> you know, because what if it was nurture? What if he was, like, being nurtured into being a little psychopath? Yeah. Um, but, you know, if he has, like... I would shave his head if he had a little 666 right into there. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, I thought you were going to say you would shave his head just as a way of, like, oh, take just it, punishment. taking on him. Yeah, ha ha. Um, I would really, I would want to investigate a little bit into his, um, just because what you want to know, like, what yeah. got him there. But also, like, I have a feeling, just get him, just get him out of there. Get him out of there. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think, like, uh, I think let him become, like, maybe a, maybe a teenager just because killing a baby would feel really weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and he didn't really. Well, I mean, I don't know. I could take him to a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> As a baby, you think yeah. they had those back? I mean, it is. I I don't think Germany was that progressive. Not back that Planned then. Parenthood kills babies or anything. I'm just saying, like, I could. <laughs> I could, you know, because if I could time travel, I could get Hitler's mom, take her to the future with me, make her an appointment, go in, have her talk to Planned Parenthood about her options. Imagine just showing show her up. some history books. <laughs> Imagine just showing up to a Planned Parenthood with a baby, like, all right, yeah. <laughs> I heard this was the place. Listen, this baby's from the past. They're like, this is the fifth time today. Please get the fuck out yeah. of here. Or what if you took baby Hitler and you just dropped him off at like a fire station and see if his life turned out different? Interesting. Got raised by a bunch of hot firefighters. Yeah. Okay. Um, a hot German fire. Damn, he just grows up and puts all his hate into fire. He just fucking hates fire. Yeah. It's like we need to get rid. I'm talking candles. He saves California. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's giving him a lot of credit. He sucks. You know what? I'm back. I like philosophical questions. Yeah. Okay. What about this? What would global justice look like? What? That's a big question, right? No, it's not. You don't think so? I think that's no. a huge question to ask. Global justice? Global that justice. That would mean one type of justice for everywhere, for everything, right? Right? That's how I'm taking it anyway. Everyone gets a little kiss on the forehead every morning. Hey, hey, you did good. Yeah. Wait, that's not justice. That it's would be justice. a reward. No, justice, justice would be like a punishment for something bad, right? I think I think everything else would kind of square away if we okay, did what that. What do you think makes us human? Um, What do I think makes us human? This is actually, I think this is actually kind of a good date question. Owning a nice wristwatch. Okay, well, that says a lot about how long you've lived in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like, what what makes us human? I mean, 
you know, it does sort of get into this thing where people can can like have atheistic reasoning for this, which is like it makes sense and you don't have to believe in God. But I do think like a lot of it does sort of feel like when you get down to it, it's kind of whatever people refer to as a soul. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't know how to get there in like an atheist way, and I'm sure people can. And that's wait, you totally... think a soul is what makes us human? It's something like a soul. Well, what do you think makes a soul then? That's the thing. It's like I would say my yeah, answer is similar. I do think a soul is the answer too. Yeah, but but then when you say that makes you human, like I think other things have souls too. So it's like confusing there. You think a bird has a soul? Sure. Okay. I mean, how is it, well, what's its purpose? But it's like the same kind of soul? I think it's its own little soul. I'm not a bird. I don't know. But I think right. it definitely has something. I don't think it's just like a useless prop. But I think they're camera. I think birds it are It is fake. so funny that that kind of is what the Bible is like. The Bible is just like, yo, here's some animals. Just yeah. fuck around. Do whatever you yeah. want. They're yours. <laughs> Toys. But, Dude, that is exactly what we did. Yeah, true. Too. And we We're still do. Like, yeah, fucking all right. I'll hang out. With, I'll chill with the dog and I'll kill the chicken and we'll just have a good time. I think a soul in a philosophical sense, would be a collection of your experiences and feelings throughout your life. So I think that, like, from the start, I think that your soul is different than my soul, but I think the thing that that, that, that we connect on is that we both have those dif- different but shared experiences because life is similar-ish for everyone, you know? Yeah. So I think that would be, like, one answer. These are kind of – it's hard to answer philosophical questions and not sound like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hard to be like, well, what I think it is and not have, like, any – like I can't do science on that. Can I? Can I do one that sucks? And yeah, yeah. Did probably, you think of this one all on your own? No, no, no. This was one that was in uh, in a book, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Uh, Is that a joke? No, no. That's the name of the book. It's a good book. I liked it. People call it like whatever bullshit now. What's it but about? It, it's just about a guy who like talks about philosophy and like his, he comes at this kind of like uh, triad philosophy of like a uh, romanticism versus classical thought or whatever but um i love romanticism there's uh there's a part of the book where he asks did gravity exist mm-hmm. before the theory of gravity well, i mean yeah so that so before human beings there was a thing called gravity well, I think there was. Well, I don't know if it was named gravity, but I think the 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 what gravity is existed, right? But not gravity as well, yeah. We, a they, maybe they called it the hold down. I don't know what they called it. So like it, it the big push. That's kind of like the point of the book is like basically every like, uh, if you take a certain measurement, in one in one instance it's like uh, a couple feet and some change, and then you put another framework on it and it's a meter, but. All it is are different, like, systems of measurement and framework that we put over our, like, the confluent stream of sensory data that we get all day. Like, we, we're just constantly flooded with the sensory data. And what our brain does is it funnels it down into, like, understandable bites. Oh, totally. That's everything. And yeah, for gravity sure. gravity is, like, we, like, we see it as this, like, perfectly succinct, like, of course gravity existed before the theory of gravity. It's like... Well, gravity is kind of just a way to looking at the world in the same way foot and meter are two different ways of looking at the world well, of That's what's so interesting about words in general is that yeah. we can all have different words that kind of mean the same thing and one doesn't invalidate it. Like, you know, like think about just the way people talk, like the dialect of talking. We could both say like, do you have any new information? Well, we could say it two totally different ways, but it doesn't change the like the meaning of what we're talking about. Right. And that feels similar to that. Like I think a lot of things 
you know how people get really mad about the way when language language changes people are like that's stupid don't say that word we're getting dumber it's like really right. we're not getting dumber we're just changing vocabulary which is the thing right. that has happened forever right if it didn't we'd still be like hearey hearey you know also on average i think intelligence uh is constantly increasing like that's generally the trend of like the at least in the united states like measured intelligence has only gone up over time yeah I, well what do you think intelligence is uh well that that's just I guess like they're whatever unit of measurement for intelligence. But do you think intelligence is only like what you can learn like um academically? Or do no, you of course not. Okay, great. Me neither. No, of course just not. Just to make sure you agree, so I have to walk out in this interview. Um, interview. Yeah, every podcast is me interviewing you. It's <laughs> um, they're not a co-host. <laughs> Interviewer interviewing. Okay, this is another one that I like. Do you think that love is only in your brain, or do you think actually? Like you're like it's in your heart. You know, people's like, oh, I love you in my heart, the bottom of my heart. Do you think that's a real thing? Absolutely. Oh yeah, no. I mean, but yeah, love is in your body too. It's, it's not, not just, just like a brain. chemical reaction. I mean, that's part of it, but like, there's so much more to that. And also, I I don't I never liked it when people say things like just a chemical reaction. It's so dismissive of how fucking incredible feelings are. The well. How incredible the chemical reactions that we're talking about are, like, this minuscule amount of, like, whatever hormone in your brain creates this, like, incredible reality, and yet we say things like, oh, is it just a chemical reaction? It's like, that chemical reaction is amazing right. on, like, a level that's unfathomable. It's, a, it's another way to, like, for our, our little animal, our little human lizard brains to dumb something down to understand it. Right. Because a lot of things that people try to make really black and white, I think are like so expansive. Like I don't like the concept that there's like everything in the world is like scientific and like, and like it's, there's just one way that it is. And it's because of, you know, this chemical or this thing is not really the truth to me. Like right. that's never been my experience. I think some things are much or kind of beyond that or kind of unexplainable a little bit. And I think that if you're, well, for me, I feel like someone that looks at the world very like, well, it's just science, or that's not really a, I don't know, a ghost or whatever you believe in. It's kind of, right. like, sad. It like, kind of makes me, bums me out. It's like, you don't want there to be anything but this? Like, sometimes this is, like, not the coolest. It's the, uh, it's the like, horrible curse of thinking you know things. You're putting yourself in this, like, huge box of understanding. Yeah. And, and the fear of thinking you don't. And it's boring. And, it's very boring. And, okay, um... What do you think consciousness is? Like, do you think your conscious, not consciousness, a conscience? Do you think that is? Oh, a conscience. That's more in your brain, or do you think that's a collective of? Like, do you think that's more like in your gut? If that makes sense. Well, I, see, they worded it different, but that doesn't make sense for how they worded it. I sort of believe in like a spiritual idea of karma, so I think it also Hell exists. Yeah. Like, I think it also exists like outside of you in whatever you want to call like the you know spiritual yeah realm. i'm a big fan of you get what you give that's an, almost you yeah. know what that that concept is in every major real almost every religion not even yeah. major ones but yeah the concept of like reap what you sow uh what you do comes back to you times three like you know all there's all these different i would love to find a religion where it's not where it's just like yeah. there's like Fuck dude you. you get to be an asshole and no one's gonna say shit i'm sure there's one <laughs> i know there's one out there yeah there's a facebook group for it right yeah now. yeah yeah dude you can you can just do it litter and you're fine dude Imagine how popular that religion would be. I actually don't think it exists because if it did, I think it would be too popular in the United States. Really? Oh, yeah. I think people would like, well, at least people we know, I think would be like, li like you, the litter bugs, you no, could I not wouldn't. handle it. You're right. You're right. You're right. You'd be out there protesting. 
I feel like I'm a uh, unrelatable kind of person, though. Do you? I've I've always Killian says that about me all the time. I'll, I'll, what do you mean? I'll Why? say I'll say like the premise to a joke. Like I get up super early, no matter what happens to me. And I was trying to do a joke about it. Like I never sleep in, even when I'm depressed. Like I can't sleep in. And Killian was like, "Yeah, that doesn't. That's not gonna gel with anyone." Well, you're a function. You have functional depression. I guess something like that. Yeah. yeah so I mean, like but that. I can understand what he's saying. He's like, "That's not the norm." So it's, it's not hard the norm. To it's but hard to it write. is interesting to have a not normal take on something. It's fair. So that can make you, you know, special. Do you have any more uh, philosophical questions? Oh my god, there's. I mean, there's. I could go on this all day. There's just pages after pages. Let's hit one more. Uh, I want to find a good. One. Yeah, do you have a favorite Wait, one? Do you have another one that you've heard of before? Um, just, like, what do you think? Honestly, without these people telling us, what do you think a philosophical question is? I think uh, a philosophical question is probably like. <laughs> Is it okay to sleep with your stepmom? What the fuck? That's not, that's, this is a porn question. Someone's watched porn and asked this philosophical question. That is not a... That, well, I guess in a way it's a... I think it's, it's any question that like doesn't actually have an answer. Oh, well, God. Yeah, then hell, right? there's all kinds of things. People yeah. are like, what's wrong with you? It's a philosophical that question. That is a philosophical yeah. question. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm going to start agree. saying. People are like, are you okay? It's really a philosophical Phil- question. Fla- yeah, ask do you know how cards. annoying that person would be? Oh, my to God. To turn every... That's such they a, exist. That's such a me thing to do. They exist. To be like, yeah. oh, so you have a problem with my, ph- my philosophical viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a joke. Yeah. I would love that. That could be you. Um, So this is, this is, I think, a good one to end on. If, if, if happiness... Does happiness equal a good life? Or yes. do you have to have... No. The other parts. No. Happiness is uh, happiness is like the foundation. Really? You think if you were happy 24-7, you would have a good life? Yeah. Really? I mean, well... How do you know? Again, it's it's like definition or whatever. I think that you can like be going through a bad thing. Like happiness to me isn't necessarily... Ha- happiness to me is like a lack of resistance. Like when you're happy, when you're happy, I feel like you're not resisting things. You're just like accepting them. Like to me, happiness kind of equals acceptance. And so like you could be having a bad time or be even depressed and still be happy. I know that sounds weird, but this is just personally to me. I feel like because I just use my mom as an example. And it's like my mom is a fundamentally happy person. And I've realized through watching her, like, I've seen her when her friends died. I've seen her when, her, you know, my dad died and stuff. And she gets sad and, and like, all that sort of stuff. But there's always this underlying hope that, like, just sticks with her life. And I always think, like, that's what happiness is. Like, yeah. the idea that I happiness, make, I get that. The idea that happiness is this, like, sort of ecstasy all the time. Like, everything's great exactly. all the time. That's not happiness. My that's, mom- like... Growing up, my mom said happiness is an action. Yeah, exactly. You have to go. It would have been such a twist, though, if you would have been like, I see my mom, her friends die, and you're like, and she is a murderer, but she's so happy Yeah, about but she's it. so chill. Like, she has such a good idea, like, such a good personality. Yeah, her. and she does. That would have been so funny. She would. She'd but, be great yeah, I, I agree with you. Happiness is definitely, like, it's, it's, it, it, it's weird because, like, a lot of things, like, depression, anger, I don't really necessarily feel, those are more, like, feelings, but I think happiness yeah. is something you have to, like, you have to actively seek. I don't know how that makes sense. Not you don't like, go looking for happiness, but you yeah. have to make it a choice to like pivot yourself in the direction of happiness because we're hardwired to see bad things to protect ourselves. Right. It's very easy to go. This is bad. I can't do that. This is bad. I can't do that. And sometimes that's a good information, but sometimes you have to be like, okay, what can I do to make this bad thing better? And that's really that's you. I really think you have to like 
it's almost like confidence. Confidence is an action you have to keep you have to yeah. keep up before it happens. It's not just a thing you're just born with. I don't think anyone is really born with confidence or just born peppy. I think you can be born maybe with a higher level of like the brain function of ha- like the chemical, but I think the actual action of happiness is so it's also so different for everyone. It's so sad too sometimes with confidence specifically. This one has been on my mind where it's like so many people think that confidence exists outside of themselves. Oh my god, I think we all do. It's so sad. Well, I think it's because the same thing with happiness. We think that exists outside of ourselves too. Because yeah. think of how many. Think of just from the just today. If you were to go outside and walk this block, do you think of how many advertisements, marketing, points oh, yeah. of view you would see of things telling you be happy, watch this, this is right, this is wrong, this is how you should look. We are constantly bombarded. Like, with so much information about how your life should be. Yeah, when you walk around this block, you're also bombarded with do crack, do fentanyl, shit on the street. Yeah, so and like that is way more relatable. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because you got everybody shits. That, that actually is literally part of the reason why I don't mind living here is because I am constantly grounded by the fact that, like, oh, there's, there's like, people who have it harder than me, you know? And oh, like, yeah, for sure. The, all this advertising, like... An advertisement really loses its its flavor and hold over you when it's like right beneath the advertisement is a guy having like the worst day of his entire life, and uh, yeah. oh, oh god, yeah, like people like it's like it's yeah. like you know this new album with a catchy yeah, title underneath yeah, yeah, it, someone's yeah. like Lily laying like asleep, and you're like, well, I don't yeah. think it's their endless summer I'm like, vacation. Listen, I'll listen to Caliuchus, but we got to do something about this too. Um, but yeah, that's a no. I like that question. That's I think a good that one. yeah, I definitely think you're right about the happiness and the things like that. And I think people definitely look for it outside of themselves. Like, think of how many trends come around about like an item making you happy. Oh like, yeah. Like like remember like think about this one. I have to think about the other day. Cups. Like, do you remember how how much cups play a part in people's happiness for so long? Like, remember oh back in the day <laughs> there was like there was like McDonald's Disney cups you could get that were oh, like yeah. fancy McDonald's. Everybody had them. Okay, then we moved. Uh, flash forward a little bit more. Everybody with those Stanley, those Stanley mugs that you like the thermoses. Those raw. Everybody fucking had them. Then we yeah. moved into Yetis. Everybody had a Yeti, and yeah. it was like the thing to have. Now it's those like, with the handles, those like other Stanley cups or whatever they are. Right. It's like we're constantly. And they're like fifty, sixty dollar cups, but everyone will tell you like this will make you drink more water. This will make you be happier. But I mean, you could relate that to anything. It doesn't have to be cups. But I was just thinking like vitamins and shit. Like, oh god, nootropics is a big one now, and it's like it just goes so much deeper than like the momentary chemical experience. I think that's why I have like more of a spiritual. And it could be people very rightfully may be like, oh well, you you're like a spiritual person because you're too stupid to understand why these things are working. And I'm like, who would say that? I think people do. I think I think a lot of a lot of like. Richard Dawkins style atheist. You're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot like Richard Dawkins styled atheists are like, like that. I think that they do. They are like basically immediately dismissive to any idea of like, uh, supernatural beings or whatever. But I do feel like, yeah. Well, maybe I am, and that's fine. Do you know what's even worse than all this stuff we're talking about? The outside influences. The people who want. You know the saying, misery loves company? Yeah. Sure. We all That's true. We know. If you're sad, it's great to be around other sad people and commiserate it, whatever. But the thing that's so wild, like what you just said kind of triggered me to think about, like, you know the people when you're like, I'm having a good day or I'm happy or I like this, they want to tell you why you shouldn't or why it's bad? Oh, yeah. Nothing is worse than someone trying to get you on the same level of sadness as them. Or not yeah. sadness, but the same level of, like, no, I know what you're nihilism talking. as them. Yeah. Like when you're, like, um... 
like for instance like like if somebody was like if you're like oh i'm really spiritual and, I'm, and it's for someone to react to that as like well you're dumb or you're stupid or or if you know if, if that's the case then how come you know this happens in the world it's like okay right. dude like if this is making me happy and that's making you happy quote unquote then like what is the problem here I'm are so, we both not meeting in the middle are yeah. we both not if i'm happy and you're happy what's the difference i'm so weird though because i kind of like i like being questioned i think that's like healthy i enjoy when people i, I well always, being questions is different than i think so. like, like, like like if i say i love Fleetwood Mac, and then you want to spend an hour telling me why that's not a good band and why I shouldn't like them. Yeah. It's like, what is the point of this? What do you want me to do? Go out and throw... I just scratched your computer. It's okay. Go out and throw, like, all these albums out and, like, jump... Like, what do you... No, it's unhealthy, but I like when people do... Like, I like when I... Uh... What's because you're a comic? Yeah, it's I funny. guess. I guess it's You want to argue. That's... Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Great, great yeah. point. But for other people, it's like, I, I cannot stand that when someone's like, oh my God, I, I I went to this concert and I loved it. And someone's like, oh, I would never go to that concert. I won't tell you. Unless you have a good reason. Like, they're like a killer or something. You know two of these people in the story, but I won't say who it is. But, uh... So, one of my buddies, who's one of my best friends, but definitely has uh has tendencies of being a bit of a conversational steamroller right and he's the smartest guy of all time so smart so so like kind and caring but especially back in the day could get in these modes where he wasn't really considering other people's like feelings or reactions to things he's meeting another friend of mine really excited for them to meet and he, his thing is movies. Really excited for them to meet. His thing is movies. He loves movies, right? He's a huge. He's. Oh, I'm ready. And he's gotten better about it, but he was one of those movie guys. You know the ones I'm talking. about. Oh, I knew. About. I have a story yeah, after yeah, this time. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, about yeah. a movie guy. So they're they're in like we're in a circle all talking like a few comics and uh, comics love to stand in a circle if you don't guys don't know we love it and and uh, someone's like oh where were you and she was like oh I just came back from a movie I forget what it was I think it was like. Um, fucking host or something like that and as soon as she says host or whatever the movie was my other friend goes oh that movie sucks (laughs) and she was like and i think he was maybe in this mode of like getting ready to have banter but she was very much just like oh well i liked it it was just so like it's embarrassing air out of the conversation nobody wants to defend what they like it's so weird yeah it's weird but like i i knew a movie guy who at all times carried around a list of his top 100 favorite movies in his wallet. Oh, boy. And would pull it out and read it to you if the the conversation movie came up. Yeah. Can you guess the number one movie? What? Try to just try to guess. Um, Freddy Got Fingered? No. It's a very, like, well, number two was Fight Club, if that helps you. Oh, my God. Number one? Go ahead. Drive. Jesus Christ. Wait, is Drive the one? Yeah, the one with uh, Ryan Gosling? It's older, though, right? It's not that it's not a newer movie. It is a newer movie. Yeah, with Goss. Well, mm-hmm. newer newer isn't like within the last fifteen. Okay, yeah, so years. it was Drive. Then. Oh yeah, I was, Drive. Like, the, the car movies I get a little confused on. Yeah, but yeah, it was Drive. Um, it's cars. And then, and I was just like, and he would just go through it and through, and I was like, okay, but what I'm learning from this list is we have different tastes. So how right. are you going to tell me these are the best movies and what I should like? Right. If we have fundamentally different concept of what is good and bad. Yeah. Like I hate with music. Oh my god, people do that with music or movies or books. Or it's just like you're not smarter than me because you like this thing. I think the thing you like is fucking stupid. That's what I think. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say that to you because it's rude. 
Yeah. But if you keep it up, I'll let you know it's fucking stupid. Like, that shit drives me crazy. It's just like, let me like this bullshit. Just let me like it. Right. I know it's bullshit. Let me like it. We're going to die soon. Let's let's It's just just like, what are we going to do? Like, do you want me to be a carbon copy of you? What the fuck are we getting out of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's way more interesting. Because I, I mean, the movies that I like are, to most people, I think they're probably like shitty, like D-rated movies. But they're, but my brain is like, they're so kitschy and stupid. And I, I, I know what they are. I'm very realistic. I hate when people do, like, this is a big thing with like, Adam Sandler movies or David Spade, people will watch them and be like, oh God, it's another David. I'm like, of course it's another Adam Sandler movie. Like that's what he does. Right. It's going to be fart jokes and diarrhea and falling down. That's what he does. You shouldn't go into watching Adam Sandler movie being like, well, how come there wasn't robots? Why didn't I learn anything? You know what I mean? Like it's not, or like, or after Bridesmaids came out, every fucking comedy that had a woman in it, people were like, well, it's not Bridesmaids. Well, it's not Bridesmaids. You're right. It's literally not Bridesmaids. It's literally not Bridesmaids. Jesus Christ. It's so fucking funny. Everything cannot be the thing you liked one time. That's so dumb. Yeah. Like when artists change their style of like singing or even comics when comics switch up like the way they look, people lose their fucking minds. Yeah. Like they're like, what? that's not what I wanted you to do. Well, then go back and listen to the thing I already did. Yeah. People are going to really get upset when I pivot to being a uh, caution tape over the mouth style. Tell it like it is comedian. When but it's like being a, a, a mime comic. Oh, that too. Yeah. That, that'll yeah. be the third phase. You just you, you just get on stage and start shaving your mullet. And that's yeah. the whole performance. And I can only do it once. Ooh, once performance I, art? I love I live for. I only perform art. once every eight months because I have to grow back the mullet before right. I shave right. it. That's perform. People that get spend get all these donations for millions of dollars to like sleep in the middle of Times Square yeah, for a yeah, month. Yeah, like yeah, who yeah, the yeah. why? Who cares? But I love it. Hey, if I too. saw that, I'd be like, "What's going on in here?" Because think about it. You're doing everything in the middle of Times Square. You're just in a yeah. glass box. You're shitting, pooing, peeing. You're shitting and pooing. That's two things to me. Um, you're doing all this. Those are thing. absolutely two <laughs> yeah, things. You're doing yeah. two different things. Like you're doing everything in, pu- in the public of Times Square. Like that is really interesting to me. But also, I'm just like, who has money to give you for this? Oh, so many people. It's wild. Yeah, though. That's what we're good. doing. But art is art is interesting like that. It's yeah. so interesting how everything can be art. Yeah. And I love when people argue that too. I, love, I just love people that hate things because it's so funny. Because I like, like them. It's only hurting yeah. them. That, that's yeah, exactly. Like, you're the most miserable person I know. No, but that's good. I like. I think they serve a purpose of like entertainment, and I think that we all know. I don't think it's a good thing. Like, I don't think that clickbait uh, style entertainment is a good thing. But I think it does point to something incredibly real in the human psyche, where it's like we love conflict. Like people love conflict, yeah. and you can say, "Oh, that's a good thing" or "That's a bad thing," but it's like it's just fucking true. And people who Give a little bit of conflict. Well, it, yeah, and that's like soft conflict. Yeah. Going back to softcore and hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's a very soft conflict to be like, I hate the movie you like. Because then you have this weird tension because you're right. what you're saying is, I think your taste is stupid. Hard, I think you have not good taste. Hardcore conflict is like a war. Yeah, hardcore yeah. conflict is like, I'm going to fight you in the street for that watch. Right. What? No. Well, I mean, I, I won't fight you for it. Um, I have a very heavy watch at home. Are we... Oh, my, uh, my topic was corn 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 what do you what about it do you like it well yeah we i mean i grew up on a farm we had corn everywhere did you grow corn mm-hmm, we grew corn corn soybeans beans all kinds of shit what would you do with the corn well uh, like the corn in our garden yeah we would eat it just like corn on the cob style corn on the cob cream corn skillet corn corn fritters corn we had all kinds of corn stuff i'm from the south we had corn up the wazoo so when literally corn is is produced at such an insanely high level because of subsidies like farming subsidies and stuff and it's also very easy to grow. Isn't it also fake? Like it's not real? Like your well, body can't do anything with it? E- it 
Yeah, I mean, the, the kind that we produce now, definitely, like, your body has trouble with it. But we're also trying to do all this weird stuff with it. Like, for a while, people were trying to, and I think they do, actually, turn it into fuel. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. And high fructose corn syrup and stuff, obviously. But the reason why they're doing all that is because we have this huge excess of corn. It's so weird to me. Like, corn is such a weird crop to hang your country's hat on. And no, I, it's never really been explained to me. Why it's why corn, other than the fact that it's easy to grow and it's subsidized. Well, corn has been around for a long. I mean, like uh, oh, Native yeah. Americans, a lot of Mexican cultures, corn's a big deal, obviously, yeah. or Latin cultures. Like, I mean, it, I guess that makes sense to me. It's almost like you know, I guess it's just our version of like rice. I guess it's interesting. I um, I so much prefer rice. You do, you live laugh love. Rice. I love rice. But um, you're saying we have a we have too much corn. Yeah, I think I think you know, that's been a problem for a while. Sand. We're running out of sand. We're running out of sand. Yeah, the world's running out of sand because we make sand makes glass, and it, you can't create sand like you can't make sand again. You have to oh, just wow. wait for it to happen. And we use so much of it to make glass and bottles and all this stuff that apparently we're like running out of it. Oh fuck! Yeah, and you can't like you just have to wait for the, the earth to make it. You I can't fucking make, wish I never I heard shit like that. that. Why can't we just grind up? Why can't we just grind stuff up and make sand? But you apparently can't, <sighs> or at least not make the kind of sand that we need to make stuff. I fucking wish I never knew that. Well, it's crazy because, like, I'm just like, we have, it's really wild to think of how limited resources are and yeah. how much we're just, like, burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. I mean, we really are. It's just, like, like the like the whole corn fuel thing, that was, like, a real thing that was going to be, like, a big deal, right? And then didn't, like, gas companies, this is, a, I don't remember, this is, I'm making this up, maybe it was a legend. Sure. But didn't gas companies, like, buy that, at, like, get rid of that? Oh, I mean, I don't know with that specific one, but gas companies have been on like the cutting edge of just absolutely fucking any attempts to move away from I mean it's the whole myth of like uh healthy competition in capitalism it's like no there's always going to be a big dog and they're always going to fuck any competition that starts sprouting yeah. against them cuz why the like fuck medicine? wouldn't they oh. yeah why the fuck wouldn't you try to crush all the competition. If you're the big dog and you're making all this money, and the goal is to make money, and we don't have any but other how goals, how do you sleep at night? That's what I don't understand. Like oh the my people, god, so the people easily. that own, like you know, like the like who's the dude that owns the aid medication? He's like a piece of shit. People like don't like him apparently, but he like it takes like like some like four cents to make the HIV medication, right? And he charges like he like purposely ups it, and then he like tweeted about like how he does it because he wants money. He doesn't give a shit about people. <laughs> it's crazy. Like yeah, he like inherited it or something, and he he yeah. charges like a hundred and eighty dollars, two hundred eighty bucks for it or something like that. This is a while. This is years. Ago, I read yeah, this, yeah, yeah. but I was just thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, and also to be so like brazen about it, to be like, hell yeah, take that. Well, because we're, I think, in a lot of times, like humans are whatever, whatever it is, we're made to operate within social systems, whether it's capitalism or socialism or whatever the fuck. Like, the human brain is made to operate within social systems, and we're really good at falling in line to those social systems and operating with whatever constructs we're given. So, if you're feeding people this like idea of pure like Chicago school style capitalism, they will follow what it. Chicago school style capitalism. It's, first of all. Uh, there's is this, that a club you were part of in high school? Cause I've never heard of it. No, there, there's this, there's this book called, uh, I was in the, the, FFA. Sh the shock doctrine. And it's kind of all about this where it's like the, the idea of, uh, like quote unquote pure capitalism and the idea of spreading it. Like we tried doing it so many times in South America and whenever there was, an attempt to nationalize uh, things like the America basically paid and supported for coups to happen. So like things were never nationalized in South America, certain like a number of South American countries. And it's this, this big lie propped up of like, and listen, I'm not, 
I'm not purely anti-capitalism. I think we can definitely find like a middle ground. And I think that, but I think that like maybe a little bit more, uh, well, we'll capitalize anything first. Yeah. Maybe like a little bit more safety net and a little bit more of like shit like, Oh, well maybe you shouldn't have to pay a billion dollars. If you get cancer, like maybe we should help the people in this country who pay taxes. Like I love that you, that you're like, so I read a book on capitalism and I'm like, you know, Paris Hilton's McDonald's order. Yeah. Well, that's important too. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. I think it is. And like the fact that college costs so much fucking money. College is a fucking That's capitalism joke. though. It's so funny because they, they pay all this fucking money or, or they charge all this money and then they're teaching all these kids like this is why socialism rules. And it's like, go fuck yourself. You're just you're capitalizing on the fact that your main uh, audience, your main customer are at, at the bare minimum line to be considered an adult. Like, yeah. the, and you're like, want to take out a loan for $300,000? It's so fucking... In the same way, people get mad at Leonardo DiCaprio for fucking, like, 19-year-old. It's like, how about colleges? A college fucking A college is basically just a big Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, he'll love that. It'd be nice. Um, what, College is a... Uh, first of all, besides the fact of, like, thinking that someone who's 19 years old can make that kind of decision about that amount of money. Colleges really do a great job of recruiting. They do a yeah. great job of going and telling you, they have people hired in schools to be like, if you don't go to college, you that was a big, our generation was a big thing of like, if you don't go to college, you ain't gonna be shit. Like you gotta go to college, gotta go to college. And then everybody goes and they're like, hey, there's no jobs. Just right. Fun fact. You guys right. didn't make any jobs for all these degrees we have. And also no one's ever in my whole fucking life had to see my degree. Do you see Tucker I've Carlson? I've never been opened it. Do you see Tucker Carlson spitting facts? No. Tucker Tucker had like one just solid rant about like colleges and how he wanted to stop automation because people are losing jobs and it was just like one of those one of those broken clock type things, but it was awesome. Hmm. It's cool to see. I uh, I the yeah, I think college is great if you're going to be like a doctor, a teacher, a lawyer, something like that. But if you're going to be like an interior designer, like you should get to be an apprentice. That should be something you yeah. should apprentice to do. Or like, yeah. like a lot of it, I just feel like is, I don't know. It just seems like a like a scam. They offer a comedy major mm-hmm. at uh, what what college is that? It was like um, my college had a course on Harry Potter. <sighs> but there was a college in California that had a course on Buffy, and I. Okay, yeah. Now, now we're coming full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm okay a good with idea. That. Um, do you have anything that you want to plug at the end of the episode? At the end of this episode, yeah. I would like to plug this podcast. Yeah, I would like to plug Basket of Cats. Please subscribe to Basket of Cats. I be- I don't know about you. Yeah, but you know, my people are podcast people. Your folks and are they podcast They have been folks. fucking all over me. About I've this been. Podcast. They're they're barking at me. Everybody's barking at me. I get comment. I'm like, I'm sorry. Would you want me to go to Vancouver? I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um. You yeah. You could fo- you could have followed me to Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been great for my ego. In Denver, I will be performing stand up comedy at Comedy Underground April 14th and 15th. What are you 15th. reading that off of? My phone. But what is that little page? It's my link tree. Oh, cute! Yeah. What's that background? It's very groovy. It's it's just a groovy little background that you get with the free subscription to Linktree. Oh. But um, I'm gonna be there April 14th and 15th, Denver Comedy Underground. Uh, you can get tickets in my uh in my bio. I have my link tree, and you can click on the Hell link yeah. tree, and it'll say Denver April 14th and 15th. Yeah, leave Dan a, leave Dan a comment about how groovy his link tree is. Yeah, and DM me, tell me how groovy my Do you link tree see is. My link tree? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. This. this is it's a, not really a link tree, but, but this is exciting. It is exciting. 
Um, I worked really hard on it. It's actually a bio site. It sounds like a fucking disease center. Well, it's really cool because if you guys go to it, you can um, literally just play our podcast. Oh, that rocks! From here, let's go. It plays the latest episode. Beautiful. Yeah, it's so cool. I live, laugh, loved it. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. Yes, thank you so much. We love you. Okay, bye.